back up several years before in his very, and that's cool, just let her scream. It's a good day to let her do that. It's all right, all right, no worries. In fact, let's just all just let a big scream out right now. I'm just kidding. No, that would be weird. All right. Um, how many of you guys know what Jesus' very first miracle was? Anybody? Just shout it out if you know it. Jesus' very first miracle. Turning what? Water into super awesome juicy juice, right? That's what happened, right? Right? Parents, right? Jesus turned water into some really awesome grape juice, all right? You're right. But he did this all wrapped around a wedding. How many of you guys have ever been to a wedding before? All right, how many kids you have been in the wedding? You've been a flower girl or a ring bearer, anybody like that? Yes, a lot of flower girls. I can tell you've been a flower girl before, both of y'all. All right, so Jesus, in John chapter 2, if you got your Bible this morning, look up John chapter 2. You got Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. That's like, it's like uh, mid, midways in your Bible starts the New Testament if you're new to the Bible study. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, if you don't have a Bible this morning, come back next week and we'll have Bibles and we'll actually have like all the verses, even the songs of those songs we sang up on the screens. For now, I'll just show you and read for you uh, some scripture out of God's word that tells this story. So in John chapter 2, verse 1, let me jump right in. Jesus' very first, wait, I forgot a couple things. Today is another special day. Today is Memorial Day. So I, I want to not forget to say thank you to all of you that have served and are serving to keep our country, our land safe. And so let's thank everyone for all of our men and women who have served and also those that have gone before, with, before us that are no longer with us. Thank you for their service and the sacrifice that paves the way for our, our freedom today. Uh, another, another thing I just remembered, um, do we have any graduating seniors here today? I'd, lo I'd love to just, where's our graduating seniors? Sydney Spears, all around the sides. Yes! We got some seniors today. How about all our seniors in the back? Awesome. Gosh, to be a senior graduating from high school right now, uh, that would be so awesome, would it not? To do that all that over again? Yeah, maybe not. Okay. All right. Not to, not to make you feel bad, but we, we're just thinking of all the dumb things we did from this point on that we'd like, I'd like to rearrange some of those things, so keep your wits above, about you, okay? Uh, also, how many of you are glad that school is out for the summer? Anybody glad for that? Yep. All right. That was all the kids. Not one, not a nair parent in the room raised their hand on that one. All right. All right. Back to the scripture. John chapter 2. On the third day, which day? All right, I'm going to hear the kids. Where are all the kids? On what day? The third day. On the third day, there was a wedding that took place. And on the third day, there was this wedding that took place in Cana at, in the Galilean area. And there were some people at this wedding, right? We know that it says Jesus' mother was there. And Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to this wedding. Pretty cool. Uh, you, got, you got the wedding party. You got a bride and a groom. And you got... Those guys inviting Jesus and all his disciples and Jesus' mother to come to the wedding. Goes to show us that Jesus was liked amongst people. Jesus, we want you at our wedding. Come on. So I'm going to need some volunteers for today. All right? Who would like to help be a volunteer today? Raise your hand. Got to raise them high. And parents, you help me if you want your kids to come up here or not because I'm going to pick a few volunteers. If you don't want your kid up here, 
last hour, we wanted to make sure that we had the right kids on stage, all right? So it doesn't really matter. It's all going to be fun. So I first am going to need, let's see, I'm, since I got all these kids raising their hands, I'm going to need uh, a couple people, all right? So I'm going to need a boy and a girl. So tell you what, I don't know how to choose between either one of you. So mom, will you, will you help me choose? How about, let me do this. Let me, I, I got it. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by his toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. All right? You're mo. All right, come on up. There we go. All right. I haven't done that in a while. I was on the spot. I'm so sorry. Hey, I will give you, wait, 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 wait. I got a special surprise for you. It's, at, hey, come on. You know what? I need you. You know what? I just decided. We need both of you. Come on up. Yes. Awesome. Wow. I don't know what I was thinking. I needed both of you. Come on up. Wow. Come on up here. All right. So tell you what. You guys are going to be over here. Come on, I need your help. I got to have you. I can't do it without you. All right? Yes. Awesome. What's your name? Hayden. Hayden. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. All right. Hayden and what's your name? Madison. Madison. All right. Can you guys wave? Everybody say hi. All right. All right. Uh, you're you're, you're going to both pretend that you are Jesus' mother. Can you do that? Can you act like your little mommies? Yes. All right. You're going to mommy somebody. All right. Now, I'm going to need a guy. I need a little guy. Where's the little guy? I need a little guy. You're way too big, sir. I need a little guy. All right. He's way too little. All right. All right. Tell you what. I looked at you first. You put your hand down. Do you want to come up? Would you be my guy? Come on, man. I need you on stage. You're my man. All right. Guess who he's going to be. If this is Jesus' mother's, then this is, you're going to pretend you're Jesus today. All right. That's like the coolest person you could ever could, could pretend to be, all right? You're, you're going to pretend you're Jesus, all right? And what I'm going to have you guys do is you're both going to pretend you're Mary, all right? So you're going to like, right, that you're Mary, right? You're, you're both going to be Mary, and you are Jesus, and Jesus looked cool too. He wore one of these things kind of around his side here. Let's lift this arm up. There we go, all right? Right there. You're Jesus, all right? Just hold your hand out like that. Just like, yeah, all right, good. Okay. <laughs> Good. You can put it down. Jesus didn't keep his hand up very long, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'll help you keep that on then. Okay. All right. Tell you what. You guys can, can share it on you for like a couple minutes, and then you want to come, or you can just both just do that. Just get really cuddly. And, are you sisters? No. No. Cousins. Even better. You like each other. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, everybody got who that is. All right. Well, if we've got a wedding party, we need, we need a couple. All right. So, I'm going to have to, I need, I need, I need an adult couple. All right. Tell you what, I need, I need any, anybody, any newlyweds? <laughs> when I said newlyweds, you know you just ruled out your parents, all right? Okay, any newlyweds? Newlyweds? I got a lot of people pointing at their friends who are newlyweds. Uh, where, where at? Yeah? Are you really newlyweds? Would you be my guest on stage? Yeah, give them a hand. Come on. Yeah. We got some newlyweds. You really are newlyweds, all right? How long have you been married? How, what's that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, come on up. Come on up. I didn't hear all of what you said, but I agreed to it wholeheartedly. All right. All right. Welcome. You are our newlyweds. You guys have a seat right there. All right. I'm going to do this quickly. All right. You are the bride. All right. Ta-da. All right. Give her a hand. Woo-hoo. She just got married. And you, have you ever tied a bow tie before? No. All right. Just give it your best shot. All right. I picked it for your color. You look good in green and plaid. All right, so let me tell you what's happening here. On the third day, this wedding's taking place. We got bride and groom. We got Jesus. All right, and we got the mother, mothers. There was really just one, but today we got two mothers of Jesus. And let me tell you what's happening. 
something dramatically bad happened at this wedding feast, all right? When the super awesome juice that I served up, and as you guys were partying, all right, here's the party juice, all right? You guys share that? Yep, all right, you get, Jesus, you, you had it too, all right? Um, when the super awesome, pretty good, juicy juice was gone, was gone, all of a sudden, Jesus' mother said to him, said to Jesus, Jesus said to the, yeah, excuse me, his mother said to Jesus, this is very confusing up here to me, uh, we have no more juice, all right? So guess what? You guys tell Jesus, say, oh my goodness, we have drank all our juice, we're out of juice. Say, we're out of juice. We're out of juice. We're, we're, out, of juice. we're out of juice, all right? And this is what Jesus' response was. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. So you say, woman, leave me alone. I don't want to do anything right now. Woman, leave me alone. I don't want to do anything. Awesome, all right. That's not exactly what Jesus said, all right? Now, let me just say this. If you are a student or a child, you can never speak like that to your moms and your dads unless you are Jesus. All right, you got that? All right, so let me tell you what's going on. Jesus says this to his mom. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. Essentially to say, um, time's not quite yet for me to show off. It's not just, you know, I've been holding off. I'm still holding off on doing something awesome because I'm not ready for people to fall in line and say, I'm in just because I can do some awesome things. So, but, but Mary says to the servants, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Essentially, what's happened here is this wedding that's taking place is such a huge event. And back in those days, many years ago, Weddings weren't like they are today, where we have a wedding that goes on for maybe an hour, or if it's two hours, you're going like, oh my gosh, it is time to go. Could you imagine if a wedding lasted like three or four hours? Do you know how long weddings lasted back in Jewish customary days a few thousand years ago? They lasted weeks, weeks. That's a long time to have a wedding. So when you realize all of a sudden that you've run out of like juicy juice, and you're supposed to be like great host, and we're all here to like, like celebrate the bride and groom. But all of a sudden, all the people that shows up, they've been there for now a day or two days or three days, and all of a sudden, everyone's run out to drink. We don't have anything else to drink. Our lips are parched, and we're like thinking, man, they must not really like us here. They must not really have wanted us to show up because they would have prepared for this. So what's happening is Mary, the mother of Jesus, realizes this is bad. This is terrible news. We have run out of things to drink. And so I don't know if Mary went into like a panic, but she literally said, Jesus, you've got to do something about this. We've run out of things to drink. Jesus pushes back a tad. Mary says to servants, so I need to get some servants. Who? I need to get two more volunteers. Two more. Beautiful. Awesome. You guys are it. Make, you would make the best volunteers ever of all times. Tell me your names. What's that? Jaden. Jaden. Thanks for coming up, Jaden. What's your name? John, Tristan. Tristan. You guys are awesome. All right. You guys, perfect spots. You're doing good. You come right over here by your mom. I know she's really, really cute. All right. All right. You guys are servants. And we have this thing right here that, that you guys are going to stand over by. And because you're servants, 
you need to hold your hands out like this, just one, one like straight out like that, and I'm going to throw that right there over you, and this is going to go right over you, and you just hold them up the entire rest of the service, and we're just like that, all right? Hold them up. If you let them down, I mean, like, it's going to ruin everything today. No, I, you, you can do this. I'll tell you what. You can, you can like, kind of just hold it right there, tuck it in. It can hang like that. You just kind of keep it on you right now because you never know when the servants will need to serve somebody because you're here serving at this wedding. So we've got these servants, and Jesus' mother says to the servants, do whatever you tell those girls. Do whatever Jesus says to do. Tell them. Say, you do whatever Jesus tells you to do. You tell those servants to do whatever he says to do. Say, just do whatever he says. Perfect. Awesome. All right. Do whatever he says. All right. And this is going to be a really important statement for later. Now, nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing. All right. So they would have these big stone jars. There was like six of them not far by that they would use to get water out to water out of to wash things. Each of those would hold 20 to 30 gallons of water. And Jesus said to the servants, I want you to fill the jars up with water. So they filled them. So you guys, let's pretend we just carry this over to a brook, right? Did I get your toe? Good. All right. You guys stand here and pretend you're dipping your hands or cups. Let's pretend we have cups. And you're scooping cups of water and you're filling this up with water. You guys keep dipping. Fill this. Can you guys fill it all the way up with water? Don't stop till you see the water come all the way up, all right? Keep filling, keep filling, keep filling. Don't, don't get lazy on me now. All right, so the servants are filling it up with water, all right? And, and, and I want you to grasp that like 20 to 30 pounds, or excuse me, 20 to 30 gallons of water, eight pounds per gallon, six of these, those things are heavy, right? So you get the picture that when Jesus said fill these things up with water, this is a task, right? They had to carry them out somewhere, fill them up with, hey, it's not full yet. Y'all keep working, all right? So, so they're working to fill this thing up with water, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, as they're filling them up, he then tells them, the servants, now draw some of it out and take it to the master of the banquet. Since we didn't pull a master of the banquet up, we'll just assume that the master of the banquet was your, your father, your dad, all right? He's kind of orchestrated all this. He's probably paid a lot for this big wedding. He's probably pretty nervous that like all of a sudden we've run out of awesome juicy juice. And all of a sudden Jesus says, now I want you to take some of this over to the master of the banquet. And it says that the master of the banquet tasted the water so you guys, let's go ahead and now that we've poured all this water in, Jesus just went like, woohoo, like did something like poof, and out came not just juicy juice, but like the greatest juicy juice of all times. What is this right here? What does that say? Welch's. Welch's. Grape. Grape. You ever had this? This is really awesome. All right, now you take it over to those guys who just got married, and they can sample that because I know they, they really thought that the juicy juice, you guys never tried your juicy juice. I'm offended. No, it's okay. You just, I just sample it. Okay. So you guys come back over. You're still serving. All right. We're going to serve some more of that in just a minute. All right. So the master of the banquet tasted the water that had turned into like now, like not just juicy juice, but like Welch's, the greatest of all grape juice. And he did not realize where it had come from. You're tracking with what's happening here. These guys fill us up with water. Jesus performs a miracle. The wedding party 
They weren't a part of what was going on. Although they got to, they, they were drinking the original, where's your original juicy juice? They were drinking originally the juice, right? And in customary days, whenever you started the wedding out, you'd start out with your best stuff. And as the time went on, it ended up like getting worse and worse and worse and worse because they would kind of add to it to stretch it further. So now all of a sudden, Jesus recognizes through his mom that things have gone south and we're dishonoring our guests because we're going to run out of liquids. So Jesus turns water into like the greatest juice of all times. The master of the ceremonies gets served this juice, but it says that he did not realize where it comes from. Then all of a sudden it says, the end of verse 8, he didn't realize where it came from, though the servants, get this, the servants who had drawn the water knew. You tracking with me? These guys weren't connected to what was going on over here. But these guys were right in the middle of serving, and because they were serving, they knew. So here's the deal. Well, let's just say thank you guys for your awesome service. You guys are great, and let's give them all a hand. You guys can sit down. Thank you so much. I'll take all your props. Thanks for helping out. You guys can all seat. You can take that. You can keep it. It's my, all right? Hey, look, you know what? Today's the last service. I'll give you everything I got. Here we go. 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 All right. Who's missing something? Here, you want the bow tie? You can't tie it. You can't tie it anyways. Want the veil? I made it myself. Okay. All right. You want this? No. Good deal. All right. All right. All right. Give them a hand. Good job. All right. Let me wrap this up. So, verse 11 says, what Jesus did in Cana of Galilee was the very first of the signs through which he revealed his glory, and it says, and his disciples. Not only did the servants recognize what was going on, but his disciples believed in him. And I just want to say that that's what happens around here. Every week, every week, we have guests that show up. Every week, we have people who show up to, to church, my church, for the very first time, and they're wondering, do they matter? They, they're wondering, am I going to fit in? They're, they're wondering, like, okay, I've got this boatload of, like, junk in my life. If I show up, is someone going to recognize that I've, like, kind of blown it? I've made some mistakes. Every week, people are showing up hoping, hoping that they can find a connection, hoping that there really is a God. And every week when they show up, they get to show up with some incredible, incredible, incredible My Church volunteers who are out there parking cars, whether it's cold, whether it's warm, whether it's hot, whether it's raining. They get to walk through the front door where someone opens the door and says, hey, welcome to my church, shakes their hand, smiles. They get to walk inside and they get to have like awesome coffee or our really awesome cool cherry lifesavers. Let's give a hand for those because those are my favorite. They get to walk through and get like, like eight flavors of coffee. They get to walk through and say, you know what? I don't have to bring my kids into what we used to call big church. And I get to sit and I get to listen. I get to totally focus. That's what gets to happen almost every week. And I just want so badly for us to recognize that you are volunteers. The, the, those of you that serve week after week after week, we want you to know that you play a vital, vital, massive role in helping people find their way back to God. And I just want to say 
thank you, you're awesome. Would you guys, if you're a volunteer, would you just stand up real quick? If you've served, you've served on Easter, you serve in our kids' areas, you're a door holder, you serve coffee, you park, stand up. You've served on stage before. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Now, you guys can sit. Now, let me tell you why, why, why that this scenario makes so much sense. Had they just said, who cares? Let's not worry about our guests. The guests at that party would have felt like they didn't matter. They would have dishonored their guests. But as you know, one of the, one of the greatest things we get to do every week is we get to show honor. We get to show that our guests matter. You know why? Excellence honors God, and excellence attracts people. We want to do things around here so awesome that when people show up, they go, wow, they park cars like nobody's business. That, that guy held the door, like smiled like his teeth were going to pop out of his mouth. That guy sang this morning and like did his very, very best. Why? Because we believe in what we are doing. We, don't, we, we know that people show up every week and they say, you know what? I'm not so sure that I am ready to believe everything that's here, but I know they believe. And because they're so passionate about it, I think I'll come back again. And people come week after week after week. Let me tell you a quick story. We had a funeral recently here in our church. And it was a funeral of a gentleman named Timothy. And he came to our Easter service just a few weeks ago. He passed away at the end of two weeks ago. And his mom prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for Timothy's entire life. Timothy was 50 years old. And Timothy's mom told me on many occasions, I'll do anything to get my son to come to this church. Because I know if he'll come, I believe he'll connect and find God. Well, she prayed and hoped and tried to find ways to get him here. And finally, on Easter Sunday morning, just a few weeks back, Tim came to services. And at the end, when we gave the message and told people about who Jesus is and how Jesus forgives, and as Tim came on our property, and as there was a, like a bridge for him to walk over, as the, 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 the whole area was wet and people worked hard to try to get things dried off, as all the kids were over in a, most of the kids were in another area where many of you were serving and probably missed the entire service by serving. You opened the door and paved the way for Tim to show up. And on that Sunday morning Easter service, Tim gave his life to Jesus. Tim passed away just a couple weeks ago. He's in heaven because of you. Let me just say this. What we do matters. And my hope is today is twofold. One, I hope that every volunteer understands what you do makes a dramatic difference in people's lives for all of eternity. And I want the rest of you to know this. We need you. We want this church to play a massive, massive role in reaching every man, every woman, every child who's far from God. We exist as a church to help people find their way back to God. And we need people all over the place to play a role in helping people get connected to God. And so what I want to offer up is this. 
on June the 7th, on Saturday morning, June the 2nd, 7th, June 7th, Saturday morning at 10 a.m., we're going to host our very first, first ever volunteer breakfast training. Can everyone say that? Volunteer breakfast training. You guys still with me? Volunteer breakfast training. Where I'm wanting to invite you guys to today make a commitment that you want to come out of the bleachers, take two or three months, test the waters, commit for a few months, and say, you know what? I want to be a part of helping people find their way back to God. I want to be a part of a church that's going to roll out the red carpet and do things with excellence so we can honor God and attract people like Tim so that people show up every week and they go, you know what? People around here must care about this God they say they believe in. And so my hope is today as we close and take an offering that you'll grab one of our communication cards out of the seats and say, you know what? I've been visiting here for a few weeks or I've been coming here for a long time or maybe I'm here for the first time, but I'll take a stab at finding some place for, for myself to serve, to hold a door, to help in one of our kids' areas, to help in one of our student ministry areas. We need host homes this summer. We need host homes for all our student and middle school small groups, people with houses with pools. Yeah, like pools, right? How many of you students want to go to a house with a pool this summer? I know I do. I know I do, all right? We need host homes. We need people all over our kids' areas. We need door holders. We need people to hold, hold the door and smile and say, come on in. You can come in just the way you are. So in just a moment, we're going to pass our buckets. And you'll have to help me with that because we have no volunteers. And I want you to take that card and just say, you know what? I'm in. Write your name. Jot down your email address. I'll send you one email as a reminder leading up to June 7th. I'll send you one email as a reminder. Last hour, we had a boatload of people sign up. I hope you will consider playing a role in the greatest thing on earth that Jesus gave his heart to, his church. Pray with me. God, we thank you for today. Thank you for this crazy, awkward, different Sunday when no one showed up. God, to make the point that without you, nothing would be possible. God, without us living and being used by you, God, what would it be like every week if the believers, the body of Christ, never showed and sent the message that you're welcome, that, that we want you here? God, I pray that this church would rally and step up like never before and send a message to this community that we love and we want to serve, not just here on Sunday mornings, but everywhere, all throughout the community. Everywhere, God, let us be your hands that reach out and say we love you, we care about you. Lord, we thank you for today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right.